You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network as we move in to another exit interview here for Australian Survivor Season 4. There are only five people left, can you believe it? So we say goodbye to our sixth last person, and sadly, we've said goodbye to Ziggy, one of my favourites from the beginning of this show, and uh, obviously. Her time was up last night, Tara ended up flipping on her, and sadly that means that she's no longer in the game, but uh, we talked to Ziggy here a little bit about uh, her thoughts on Tara and that flip, whether or not she would have done the same thing. Of course, idols are brought up uh, in regards to her playing them throughout this uh, season, and of course, lollies. Does she trust people when it comes to lollies anymore? So uh, here's my chat with the 19th person voted out of Australian Survivor Season 4, Ziggy Sagame. Pleasure to welcome our next guest here to the Oz Network, the most recently eliminated contestant from Australian Survivor. Please welcome Ziggy Zagame. Ziggy, welcome to the program this morning. Hey, Ben. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm not too happy to speak to you this morning, Ziggy, because I wanted to speak to you in about a week's time. Um, I, 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 seem, <laughs> I seem to be losing my favourites, but uh, how, how are you feeling this morning when it comes to sort of settling the dust with everything that you got to see last night and uh, obviously trying to analyse kind of uh, the, the, the whole exit at this point of the game? Yeah, I mean, um, I obviously, like, I'm devastated that, I'm no longer in the running to win. But at the same time, you know, everything kind of happens for a reason. I really gave it my best shot. And, you know, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. So I'm I'm still really proud and happy and all that. So, yeah, I'm all right. I'm good. It's not a very good week for Olympians on Survivor. We saw Katrina go from the US version a few days ago and now yourself. (laughs) But, I mean, how going into this whole experience, uh, given your career and sort of everything that you've obviously trained towards, is is it comparable uh, given the the extent of of what you've had to survive out there in Samoa compared to, I guess, the extent of the training that you have to do in order to become an Olympian? Can you even compare the two? Um, Oh, I mean... I've been training for, you know, 10 years to get to the Olympics. So, I mean, in terms of longevity, the Olympics, the pursuit of that is cannot be compared. Um, no way. Um, but the experience, I think, you know, when you're on tour with the national team, when you've got to perform under pressure, even when you're tired and when you're sore and, you know, when you may not be playing well and having to kind of pick yourself back up and perform and go another day, that can be comparable for sure. Um, So I think I I did use a bit of my, you know, Olympic athlete kind of experience while I was on the island. But, I mean, certainly preparing for an Olympic Games is a much longer um, and... Yeah, it takes a lot more dedication preparing for an Olympic Games, that's for sure. And, and I can't imagine that if any of your teammates offer you some lollies, you, you don't have this thing where you might maybe not have to think whether you should trust them or not um, when it oh, comes yeah, to no, it. Trust, <laughs> trust in our Olympic team could not have been doubted one little bit. But yeah, everyone in Survivor had ulterior motives. So <laughs> no, that was, yeah, that's very different. Are you going to now uh, second guess people if, you, if you're hanging out with someone and all of a sudden they offer? some lollies to you because I can't imagine that now that's something that's always going to be with you for the rest of your life. Hang on a minute, I don't know if I'm going to trust you after you offer me that lolly. Yeah, well, I mean, it was funny actually in Jury Villa because you have like, you know, a weird relationship with people in the game where you're second guessing and then you are with them in Jury Villa when the game's finished, but you still are kind of like, hang on, is this real or is this fake, you know? <laughs> you're still trying to 
kind of double guessing. Um, but you know what? It is like Survivor is a social game, and in real life, you you know you're you are ultimately nice to some people to get things out of them as well. So like it's weird. It's weird that Survivor amplifies that, you know. But people use people in real life as well. So it's it can be compared. It's weird. It's so strange. Mm-hmm. It's a good way of looking yeah. at it. And, and you kind of mentioned in your, your closing words last night that sort of going into tribal, you, you kind of got a vibe from Tara that all wasn't all wasn't well. And obviously, she was the mm-hmm. one that, that eventually flipped. So, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, with kind of what you were saying there, um, do you go out of the game pissed off at Tara? Or is it at the end of the day, she was just playing the game and that's kind of how it works out when it comes to Survivor? Yeah, that's how it works out. Like, there can only be one ultimate survivor. If I was in her position, I probably would have done the same thing. You know, I'd voted her out earlier in the game, and she went to exile and went over to a sunger and had a second chance. So I'd already, you know, done the dirty on her. Why would she then, you know, risk her game for me, you know? Mm. Um, so I knew that I was kind of clutching at straws towards the end there. Um, and I don't blame her either. That's why I think it's great. Like, no one has ho- held any personal grudges. Everyone knows it's a game. Um, and, yeah, yeah, I wasn't surprised in the end when she flipped on me. If there had have been a, a vibe that maybe she wasn't going to flip, was there any inkling of yourself that you could have flipped over to, to their side? Or was it really, as we saw, there was yeah. just no desire for you to do that? Um, well, I had had a conversation uh, with Michelle and Jericho that um, potentially I was trying to maybe join forces with them and then get Lockie and Tara and we'd all vote Peter. That was an option, but I didn't, like, again... I knew that it wasn't a solid option. Um, also, in Tribal Council, they didn't show up, but I was trying to also convince them to vote Tara so that Tara would be safe and then the rest of us would pull rocks. But if they would have agreed to that, then I just would have written down Tara's name as well and she would have gone. Uh. Like, you know, that I was trying other options, but I knew, like, they pretty much told me straight out, like, if Lockie wins immunity, you're the next biggest challenge threat. You know, I... I had hope, but yeah, I, I kind of knew my time was up. You get that vibe from people when they kind of just agree with what you're saying, but don't add on any information. Yeah. It's a very interesting situation. I don't know if there's ever been a situation I've, I've seen in Survivor history where it's kind of, you're having to work with a person so much that you all want gone, and he's basically surviving because of, of immunity. I mean, we've seen in past when people have had immunity runs that obviously you have to kind of work with them, but it, it, I don't know if this is just an Australian way, Ziggy. It's kind of like, oh, we really want you gone, Lockie. Oh, but you've won immunity. Congratulations, mate. Let's team up with you. I mean, it's kind of, it must be a very weird situation, particularly as you just said, knowing that if he wins, yeah. you're kind of going home, but you've kind of got no choice but to work with this guy yeah. that you want gone at the same time. Yeah, that's the thing. Lockie and I had the weirdest relationship throughout the game. Like, we kept backstabbing each other, and then we kept saving each other, and then I'd write his name down one day, and then the very next day I'd be his ally again. Like, it's just, it just happened that way. You know, we... Some, sometimes we had to rely on each other because we both were physical threats. We knew that if one of us was to go, the next one would be right there, you know, ready to go next. Um, so it was funny with Lockie, actually. Yeah, and and when he won that challenge, I was like, damn it. Like, <laughs> I was like, good job, Lockie, but damn it, I hate you right now because now I know I'm next, you know. Um, but he's a, he's a cool guy. So, 
yeah, it was just funny. We just kept lying to each other, but then still working together. (laughs) (laughs) That's Survivor for you. That's Survivor. Yeah. But I'm sure plenty of people, though, Ziggy, have asked the question. I know a lot of people were doing it last week when you played the idol. But, I mean, the the idol plays were interesting because I think the the one that I was sort of discussing with someone the other day when it comes to the second idol play, that everyone was like, well, why are you playing that? You don't seem to be under threat. No one has kind of brought your name up. I'm guessing there were, were there moments that we maybe didn't get to see there where you possibly oh, yeah. thought your name was being brought up and it just came down to the, the edit, basically, as it seemed weird you playing it because we didn't see that context that you were worried that night? Yeah, it gets... I. Oh, that's what really frustrates me at the moment. Um, yeah, it's like I know, understandably, that a lot of people are shocked. Like, why would you play the idol, you know? But... Yeah, a lot is missed on TV. There's so many conversations that were missed. You know, people had heard that I had an idol. Um, there was lots of talk of blindsides. Henry got blindsided a few weeks earlier, or a few days earlier with his idol. Um, you know, people were talking about it. And also Jericho and Luke coming up to me and, you know, being so adamant about how they were going to vote Sarah out to me seemed really strange because they were so close through the whole game. And I knew that, you know, Luke and Jericho and, you know, everyone else are such big game players that for us to all have a unanimous vote was to, like was just strange. It, it was unheard of in our season so far. And so, um, yeah, it's crazy the power of your mind <laughs> um, and how much paranoia does set in when you hear your name, when you get asked, about your idol when, you know, when two other people who you've never worked with all of a sudden want to jump on your bandwagon and vote out one of their allies. Like, it's just a lot which happens. Um, and I, again, I'd rather have played it and not needed it than have been blindsided out of there. So, yeah, small regrets there, but I'd probably do the same thing if I was back out there, honestly. Now, 47 days you play the game, Ziggy. Out of all the, the moves and everything that you're involved in, what do you leave this game most proud of? What's the maybe the one moment that you feel, felt you uh, you definitely were the most proud of on your time on Survivor? Oh. Um, I honestly, I loved the challenge early on when we had to hold the discs um, mm-hmm. up and AK and I were... We didn't win, but we were out there for so long. And I was so proud of us that day because that challenge was so hard. Honestly, I had like a dead arm for hours afterwards. <laughs> um, and even though we didn't win, it was kind of that first moment in the game where, um, you know, we were on the edge of a cliff. I had to work with someone who I hadn't really worked with yet and I could tell that we were both giving it our all and I think it was that moment that I was most proud of out of all of them yeah good to hear good to hear Ziggy well I for one as a fan from yours from the beginning and proud of your entire game and I'm so sad to see you go but uh, best of luck with everything moving forward and uh, at least look forward to being able to see you in uh, Jury Villa and we obviously look forward to seeing how the rest of Survivor plays out from here on in but thanks for joining us on the show today cool thanks Ben see you later And a big pleasure to have Ziggy on the show. Thanks to Ziggy for her time this morning, as well, of course, for Channel 10 for arranging the exit interview. We'll have another one for you tomorrow, should all things go to plan. So remember to get your listener questions into us for that. And, of course, our recap episode this week will be with Season 3 contestant Andrew Torrance. Of course, Andrew did our preview episode uh, a couple of months back. So we've got him back on the show to uh, recap the penultimate week of Australian Survivor 2017. So if you haven't got any questions in for Andrew just yet, 
you've still got time, so make sure you shoot them our way, and uh, we will put them to him, of course. We are planning on having another roundtable this week. It looks like we're going to get uh, Noah back on for the first time, so stay tuned for that. We'll post something online when it comes to that, so uh, we're very excited for that as well. And, of course, uh, we'll just a quick little teaser out, probably talk more about it on tomorrow's exit interview. U.S. Survivor happening, uh, heroes, healers, hustlers, of course, end of this week. Uh, we will have another exit interview for our second Illuminated contestant from that season. Another recap episode. Again, our Debbie episode. We are still hoping that it is happening. Uh, again, really at this moment, it's kind of out of our hands when it comes to scheduling. Um, we sort of have to rely on uh, the powers that be for, for Debbie. Uh, it's not going to be the case that way with all of our recappers, but uh, just a few little extra things we have to kind of work out here uh, given we've got exit interviews. So uh, we still are hopeful that this is happening. We're just relying on uh, some communication coming our way in regards to when that actually will or won't happen. So stay tuned for that one. In the meantime, you've tuned in to this exit interview again. Ziggy, thanks. Again, Channel 10, thanks. Channel 10 tonight, 7.30pm, Australian Survivor. Check your local guides and be sure to tune in as we get down to the nitty-gritty of this season. My name is Ben, this has been the Oz Network. Thanks for tuning in. We'll speak to you next time. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net. 